This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Friday, December the 18th, 2015. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Friday's child sitting in. And we're live from the Deer Valley Hole in the Ceiling Studios, and I hope this finds you well no matter where you are in this wide world of sports. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver shipped out to you. Put it in your stocking, put it away, and hang on to it. Nope, you never need it. You can also find this company online for the last quarter century on the information superhighway at allamericangold.com. It's got news, views, it's got prices, it's got uh, stories, it's updated daily. You can go out there and hang out. You can become uh, part of the tinfoil nation. And check on things. Keep an eye on the world, as this company has done for you for all these years. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, former CEO of this company, and still sitting in, get to do a show once a week or so, and uh, always look forward to it. I'm going to uh, issue... I'm going to actually utter two words that probably many of you have not heard this year. Merry Christmas. I find this country devoid of that phrase on this Friday, last Friday before the holidays. And I can count on one finger one person that I've met in my travels who's wished me Merry Christmas. So either I've turned into a curmudgeon and no one likes me, or nobody just says it anymore. 1-800-951-0592 1-800-951-0592 is the business line here. I'm joined with the new CEO who sits in, does this show every day, whose show this belongs to now, Joe Jaquin. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Merry Christmas. Curmudgeon. There you go. That's you two. May, you may be a curmudgeon. That's two. An auctioneer yesterday. <laughs> Merry Christmas. He says, I'm out of here. Well, I mean, you, you think about it, even it's got me torn. With the, you know, the politically correct ha- happy holiday. I'm not even getting that. You're not even getting a happy holiday. This nothing like it. Uh, you know, the thing, they start this Christmas thing, you know, Halloween now. People are angry more lately. Have you noticed this? Yeah, there seems to be a general consensus of bah humbug this year. But they start it so early. They start it to the fact that, uh, oh, my buddy Misha from AZ Auto Brokers just texted me on the air. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bro. <laughs> That's three Merry Christmas. See, you're asking, you shall I'll receive. receive. I've gotten two now. In that case, I would like everybody listening to order 800-951-0592. There you go. Ask, I shall receive. How about that? There you go. Maybe I should have just done that. Well, you know, well, we'll get to that point. Oh, yeah. So, but, you know, it's it's just it's interesting. I think people... By the time it actually gets to the holiday, they're like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> you know, People are just worn flat. Of course, this holiday season, the Christmas season, uh, Peter Schiff says, may be the worst in a long, long, long time. So even worse than 08. Well, you know what? We'll play that clip in the next segment because we've got that for you. The Dow's down a couple of hundred points again this morning. Uh, gold. Taking back all of the losses from yesterday right now, I think it's up 15. It's been up as much as $20 as uh, a lot of people now 
two different big events happened overnight. I don't know if you saw what the Japanese did while we were all sleeping. Yeah, Japanese did QE. Yeah, they did QE, and then they decided, you know what, a 10-year note's just not long enough. So starting next year, instead of doing 10-year government auctions, they're going to make them 12 years. And the second? You said two things happened. Well, Canada has a problem. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. Uh, they got no problems now. It's Boxing Day coming up. Yeah, they got a problem. They apparently the the oil prices are getting too much for them. The loony has fallen to, I want to say a twelve, maybe a thirteen year low this morning. I'll oh, take off you, Jose. <laughs> well, and, you know that's a problem for us because you know Arizona's like South Canada or northern Mexico, depending on on where you're from. But with the looning falling like this, they're not going to be able to afford these houses. Well, I miss the days where Canada, A, didn't care about anything, and B, they could solve all their problems with a beer, eh? <laughs> I miss the McKenzie brothers. Right, bring those guys back. I know. So, <laughs> I wonder what their 12 days of Christmas cost. Yeah, remember that? I like Jeff Foxworthy's and some parts from a Mustang GT. <laughs> so, the 12 days of Christmas. Yeah, we did that around here. I remember you talking about it the other day. Work. That's a lot of work. Yeah. That was way too much work. You're not I'm doing not, it this I'm not year? bringing that back. No wow. way. That was fun. Well, first of all, most of the stuff that's on that list can't get can't it. Get it. Yeah. So can't even do it. What do we have in there? Twelve silver eagles, eleven something, ten. Something. We had there was twelve different coins. Right. I remember that, yeah. and I remember trying to 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 do the shipping on that. It was just a nightmare. But most of the coins, it, oh, at least a fourth of the coins on that list, I know I can't get. Silver Eagle can't get it. Tenth ounce Gold Eagle can't get it. One ounce Gold Eagle, half ounce. Can't get them. It's amazing. Well, that's the world we live in. You know, the uh, between reality and perception is the biggest void ever in the history of the world, just about everywhere you go. Because if you're looking at the same economy I'm looking at, um, I certainly don't see what Janet Yellen sees, but of course, <laughs> but of course, she had no choice. She had no choice. They had to raise rates and say they had uh, faith in the economy. Yes, this was not a rate hike out of desperation. No, it was our our stamp of we have full faith that the United States economy, the 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 big recovery, it's just around the corner. You know what I've noticed though is that uh, kind of like when oil goes up. Okay, instantly. Okay, they raised rates a quarter point. Bam, home equity lines up. Bam, credit card rates up. Interest rates up. You know, kind of like when oil goes up. But when oil goes down, you never see gas dropping. Same thing with interest rates. Well, those 27% credit card rates are here to stay. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Stay with me. Fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden toques, four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the sixth, to go. Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two for That was the Mackenzie Brothers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ramon, you're, uh, you're something, brother. 1-800-951-0592 is the business line here. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Two and a half decades in this time slot, down to once a week, 
till they wheel me in here and I just sputter sentence fragments. I guess I'm going to keep doing that. The uh, There's been a lot of talk. I think they actually did a documentary on the Charlie Brown Christmas, which was vernacular that was used in my house. I mean, I... I witnessed, you know, in 1965 when the Charles Schultz production was aired, um, you know, the, the the TV and studio heads didn't want to put it on because it had a lot of uh, reference to the Bible, you know, and Linus uh, with his famous speech. and But half, half, 50% of the households watched that television show because you didn't have a choice back then. You know, you had, you had three channels and that was it. And I was a kid in Des Moines, Iowa in 1965. I was uh, six years old, and I remember watching it. And I don't know, I didn't really think it was that great. Or, but the point that everybody's making now is how they thought it was a loser. They thought you know nobody would want it. It didn't have a laugh track. It had a biblical message, which even the studio executives back then were afraid to put out. Now they'd never put it out, ever. Kind of like a Mel Brooks movie. You'll never see. You'll never see another one of those ever again. Those are great movies. Yeah, but never again. So, so, but the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. <laughs> I mean, that's how you insult somebody at Christmas. You go, eh, you got a Charlie Brown tree, you know. And of course, picking out Christmas trees with your wife is always, uh, well, it's at my house challenging. It got so challenging because we would drive out to you know to go cut one down. And um, it always, the first year her and I were married 30 years ago, 30, I can't believe, it was Christmas 86. So what year wow. is it? Wow, Christmas is it? 86, it's 2015. Okay, so just yeah. 29 years ago. <laughs> and we lived on 100 plus acres up and I was working at the mill. And and so we're driving to get a Christmas tree and we go, and it's on our property somewhere. Right, somewhere, so, track it down. So we, there's one right in the front yard. I go, that's perfect. This is it. No, this is the tree right here. No. No. We got in the in the Bronco, spent eight hours going through everywhere. Guess which tree we ended up uh, The very first one. <laughs> you always got to trust your instinct. Right. For me, it was the Clark Griswold moment. Uh, you know, <laughs> heavens had opened up, lit it up. I go, that's our tree. So the Charlie Brown Christmas tree. I don't know where I'm going. I just thought I'd throw that in. And also on this holiday season, um, I have some sobering news for you people. But uh, if you're looking for the Republican Party to possibly be fiscally responsible and attack the national debt, you can forget that. Boy, did you see what they did. Isn't that amazing? Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, just classic, classic government. What day... Are we going to come to this agreement? I've got it. The day that Janet Yellen is going to raise rates, and maybe nobody will pay attention to what we just did. Right. And it was just, it was graft at its best. I mean, they handed out money to just about everybody that wasn't just your ordinary taxpayer. Well, there was no fight. Nothing. I mean, there were some concessions somewhere, but... Uh... You know what they just add another trillion onto the national debt. Yeah. You know, they already. You know what the funny part was. I really thought outside of of the headlines, which we knew was coming, was all the visa stuff. I actually had a call from one of our customers in Colorado. He used to own own a landscaping business, and this is not the H one visa, but the H two 
visa, which is the unskilled now, worker visa. I'm not talking visa. about an H1, H2 Hummer. No, 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 no. Or the bird flu. We're not talking about that either. Okay, yeah, that gets confused. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're not talking about that, but the the fact that they quadrupled the amount of, of people that are now unskilled that are going to be able to come in and work here. But he was telling me that they are paying these visa workers $13.35 an hour, which the minimum wage is only seven eighty. But you know why? Because if you're a Gen Y or millennial and you're not working and you're at home, they did a study on it. You probably did it this week on the air that they're getting the equivalent of $15 an hour in benefits. In benefits by right. being home by, with their parents. Right, by not working. You know, food stamps, cell phones, whatever they get. I don't know what they get. So, <laughs> so they get 15 an hour to not work. So if you bring in the H2. So there you go. The government's like, hey, we're saving a couple bucks. The H5N1s. I don't know what they <laughs> are. They all come over in there, and obviously they're deathly ill, but they work for $13 an hour. And um, and the best part was they already admitted in the in the whole bill. Hey, over the next ten years, we already know that the budget deficit's going to go up seven trillion. And they added another seven hundred, you know, six hundred and eighty billion. Ah, what's another six eight? No worries, it's uh, fine. Well, it's never going to get paid. Never. And on this holiday, last Friday before Christmas, I'll just add this little stocking stuffer. Name me one country that's paid off their debt since the beginning of time. They don't. They default. Yeah, and if the and that's go- what's going to happen. Here. And if the government's admitting to seven trillion, what's the real number? And it won't matter. I mean, it will matter because remember when they the only way you have to default, and then everything collapses, and the dollar collapses, and everything collapses. And interesting, interesting, as predicted right here on the Patriot Radio News Hour, I said, well, what if they raise interest rates and the dollar does not rally? What if the dollar starts to fall under this debt load? I'm going to just say this, because you did say that. I did say that. Yesterday, the dollar exploded. Today, the dollar's going down. Big time. Yep. You got Japan doing QEs. You got everything. So what happens? What happens? Now they want to raise rates because everything's collapsing, but they can't. Then they want to lower them and go, okay, we're going to have another stimulus package, (laughs) and we're going to give all the money back to the people that lost it in the first place. But it doesn't work because the dollar's falling. So now they have to raise rates to protect the currency. This is a corner they're getting themselves into. Study Argentina, Brazil. Boy, Argentina. Mexico. Well, they had a tough 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah, just study it. So then, you know, what happens? They have to raise overnight rates to stem the declining currency and runs on banks and all of that. Of course, now, I'm going to show you a run on a bank. <laughs> I entered it into the computer. <laughs> a run on the bank looks like this. <laughs> Nobody goes and gets in line anymore. No. So. Well, let's face it. They they stop that now. They just don't allow you to take the money out, so there is no run. Speaker Ryan made a comment this morning about the new budget. He says the this new the new spending bill will allow more Muslims in this country than there are in just one year than there are total Iowa Republican voters. Think about that for a minute while you're uh, working on how to carve up your roast beast. Boy, I hate to say it, but bring back Boehner. <laughs> That's I mean, how bad it is. Really? That's how bad it really is, yeah. Even we'll take a few tears. Right. Go ahead, cry if you got to. <laughs>
1-800-951-0592. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe, one of our customers is in jail today. A former IRS or current IRS worker was pulled over and arrested. He had tinfoil on top of his head under his hat. <laughs> they were worried about his mental capacity. So, yeah, no kidding. They got a guy with tinfoil. He was arrested, actually, for having guns that he wasn't oh, supposed to have. Gotcha. So I just thought that was interesting. So if you're missing a customer this year. That's where he is. Yeah. And uh, also, on another fine holiday note, the uh, this is a business my younger brother got into. Very smart. Very smart. Um, they're now going to add metal detectors at Disney World. Did you see that? Metal detectors at Disney and SeaWorld. Wait a minute. They already have the the line. They you got to take out all the stuff in your purse, and they got the little wandy things and wow. all that. Now you got to have a metal detector? Yeah. Uh, why, why didn't Disney just hire the TSA? <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like going to the airport. Take off your shoes, right? right? They're on everything through the x-ray. It's a crack squad. <laughs> What they get Mickey Mouse going? <laughs> okay, okay, take off everything. <laughs> it's like an attraction. It's like a ride. You know? <laughs> Disney... Can I pass pass this one? That would be great. The Disney security ride. They just run you all through a metal detector on your way in. Just takes things off you. Give me that. Give me that. Give me that. You know, it's got the wait time. Wait time for this ride. One hour and 48 minutes. And nobody over the age of 13 in costume. How about what do you mean? Or 12. What does that mean? You don't want terrorists sneaking in somehow. So Dressed up as... I don't know. Pluto. I don't know. Maybe we bring in short terrorists. They'll, <laughs> they'll never get them. You, know? you got a little short one. the lollipop kids in I, there. I don't get it. So who's winning this uh, war on terror, by the way? Just a thought. You know, I remember George Bush. W. W? W came on television after... Wall Street had just lost half its value and said, go to Disneyland. Remember that? He did say that. He did say that. Go to Disneyland and get searched by Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's thinking, he's patting, he's patting you down going, it's a small world after. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> that sucks, man. Think of that. Well, I have a grandchild on the way. Think of the world she's going to be born into. I mean, it's all... No, and they'll think it's normal. Oh, it's just all normal. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to be tinfoil nation and about. Well, it's never going to end until you can't talk about it. I'm surprised we're still here, to be honest with you. You know, you remember the vast right-wing conspiracy was brought forth by Hillary Clinton. really don't like when you make comments like that, because I've been thinking about that lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the uh, Bible-thumping, gun-toting, right-wing, vast conspiracy. We're evildoers. You know well, that. you know, they were, they, were, they were extremists, the S-word. You know, extremists, separatists. They don't like separatists, people that want to live in Idaho by themselves. Those, are, those were separatists at the time. And, um, and that was, uh, well, you know, the John Birch Society, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's who they were going after, after the Oklahoma City and Waco tragedies. 
And then, of course, uh, that all kind of went by the wayside when 9-11 was ushered in. But there's always, I remember I did an article 1992 on the shortwave. We used to do radio. Someone, I wish I could find it. Maybe it's on there called the bad guy bus. And in America, there's always constantly somebody driving the bad guy bus. Right, we had the axis of evil. Right, always. Right? Remember, always. so, and you know, we're in a, a constant, constant state of uh, of awareness. But terrorism, ladies and gentlemen, terrorism can't be defeated. Can't be done. That's the whole thing about terrorism. Terrorist exists because you know anybody could be a terrorist at any time. You know, a disgruntled postal worker was how it, pretty much how it all started. So it's, uh, I mean, it's amazing. So one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Again, I can't say it enough. Merry Christmas. I think, and I, I think as we go and we progress into next year, I believe. Bernie Sanders is going to be a much bigger rival than he's given credit for for the Democratic nomination. And yesterday was a prime example. They secured the the endorsement of the Communication Workers of America, which I guess is radio guys. I don't know if Ramon are, is a union guy or not, uh, our producer here. But, uh, oh, sorry about that, phone's ringing. But they're 700,000 strong. And, of course, the unions, you know, Ronald Reagan, my father and Ronald Reagan, they were the same view. They were actually Democrats and believed in unions. But you needed unions when the original ideas came in to defend themselves, the American worker from the robber barons and, you know, the, the Bilderbergers and the Rothschilds and the industrialists of yesteryear, you know. Rockefeller, Carney, right. all these. Right, back to work, Cratchit. Right. You get slave labor and you get nothing. But then, of course, Ronald Reagan went from a Democrat to being a Republican when they made government unions. <laughs> With a hell of a shout, it's out, out of the town. town. And the rise of the factories fall. Unions had their place in this country. They don't have government unions. You don't need them, obviously. They got the best jobs on the planet. The government jobs right now are the ones everybody has. They have the only pension plans left in America, and they need a union. Well, maybe that's why. <laughs> so, you know, the people in California have discovered what they've done and these what these pension plans have done. Entire city budgets go to pay pension. Plans. You know, it's so funny. They have no idea what's coming. They they really don't. And you sit there and you listen to Janet Yellen yesterday try to talk about the economy, and and these people have no idea. When you start and you do your research, you know we've been doing G. Edward Griffin's The Creature from Jekyll Island. One of the great things these bankers realized was, you know, what's even better than having us loan money to people and to businesses loaning money to the government that is the key to banking success and you think about all the all the from the cities and the states and the counties and the federal government and all the money that is owed it's incredible well the banking is you know incredible they opened up the fed window during the 
collapse, and then they turned everybody, even if you weren't a bank, if you're an insurance company, you're a bank. If you needed a bailout, American Express, you're a bank. Credit card companies, you're a bank. Everybody's a bank. Well, why? Because you can borrow from the Fed window at zero. Well, what do we do with the money? Loan it back to us. That's right. <laughs> and then we'll pay you. We'll pay you interest. We'll pay you interest. We'll let you borrow it for nothing, and then you turn around and loan it back to us, and we'll pay you some interest. We used to report that here, and they had the daily window borrowing numbers, and they kind of quit reporting that. You know, and all this reminds me of the 80s again. You know, I was in this industry in the 80s, and we used to watch the M1, M2, M3 money supplies. Well, you know, that was a good way of keeping track, wasn't it? Right, how the Fed's just printing money in right. there. And, of course, when money supplies would expand, gold would go up because, well, gold's a monetary and, and what did they do? What did they do? You know what? We're going to stop reporting that. Stop reporting it. And, well, first, Alan Greenspan said, don't even look at it. Yeah, it's a worthless piece. Of yeah. It's not a, a number worth worrying about. Now nah, they're just printing money over there. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. Right, pay no attention to the guy behind the curtain. So they just quit reporting it. Or it's out there somewhere, but how do you it's know? It's no longer a news item, just like the national debt. How, how can you measure the value of the currency if you don't even know how much currency is out there? Right, they don't know. So, there you go, uh, well, how about the national debt? Nobody cares anymore. Nobody, does. Nobody watches it. It's not talked about anywhere anymore. It's as rare as a Merry Christmas to hear anyone discussing <laughs> the national debt. You know, in 2000, the national debt was maybe $6 trillion. Maybe. Right. Now they just came out with this huge spending bill. Forget about Democrat and Republican. Forget about fiscal conservatism. And, oh, by the way, we're adding at least another $7, $8 trillion to the debt here. And then you have all the unfunded liabilities that aren't reported. I mean, it's tens and tens and tens of trillions of dollars that you know aren't on the books but are going to have to be funded. One of them is student loans. There's a good article called The Parent Trap this morning. and uh, This is how bad it really is. I've never heard of this, but apparently, as a parent of a child, the government has decided, and they just, they just love this, you as the parent, you can borrow as much money as you like right, to pay for your child's education, and there's no... There's no credit check? Well, there is. There's a credit check. It used to be that you couldn't have any derogatory credit for five years. Okay, then they lowered it to two years. Now, you can't have any past due payments for three months. There you go. Now you can qualify. Right. Not not can you pay it back. Not if you income. this This is a ninja loan to send your kid to school. No income, no job, no nothing. And right now, there's $1.2 trillion in student loans that are in deferment. I mean, this number is massive. I'm sorry, 50% of the $1.2 trillion are in deferment. And that is, well, my kid's still going to school. Well, or, or they filed for some extension. Right, these are just parents that, have, yeah, that, that my kid's still going to school. Is he a doctor yet? Well, he runs the fraud. He's a barista and he runs the fraud. <laughs> he's he's got, a doctor of Mocatino. Right, he's got nine years of school in, but he'll never. he's never going to work full-time where he has to get off his deferment and start paying. And it's amazing what the people that have borrowed the money, and, of course, they've all gone through the financial crisis. They've lost their jobs, their homes, the parents, and their kids have college educations, but it didn't do them any good. Guess who's paying for this? Now, there's been a lot of rhetoric, and Obama, I even heard him make a statement. They're going, well, you know, if you do a year's worth of government work, 
then you should get your student loans forgiven, or two years, or whatever. And I'm laughing, going, you know, if you get a government job, nobody ever leaves. <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. So the loans are a moot point. As a matter of fact, you can't even really enter the private workforce after that. They look at your resume. You spent how many years at the government? Yeah, you can't work here. <laughs> You're actually going to only want to work six or seven hours a day and call it eight hours. You're going to want, you know, lunch breaks that are a whole hour long and all of the – no. Yeah, and $86 an hour plus benefits. <laughs> no, not working. Those are the coveted jobs. Everybody wants them. That's what a college degree is worth in this country, a government job. And, I, you know, a teacher or whatnot, just something, something, government well, job. So I'm reading this program. It's amazing. They can, You can have loan balances that are actually delinquent and still get these loans. You can, as long as it's not more than $2,100, you can be 90 days or more delinquent in collections or even charged off and still qualify. Well, this is why the tuitions at universities went through the roof. As soon as they started right. telling all of us we sure. weren't educated enough, right. this is exactly what happened. Yeah, so they go, oh, well, all right, I need to borrow $10,000 for my kid. Ten, make it 50. <laughs> Let's really do it right. The kid needs a nice dorm. Right. You want your kid to go to community college or you want him to go to Harvard? Right. It's 40000 at community college and it's 60000 at Harvard. Now, I know you haven't paid a bill ever in your life, but you qualify. Your kid's going to Harvard. And it's going to take them a long time to graduate. <laughs> but I'm going to retire in a few years. Don't worry about that. A lot of people go to school for 10 years. They're called doctors. one 800 It's a great day to be alive. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, man, I'll tell you, we've had some cold weather out here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, freezing the last two or three nights. But today, expecting a high of 70 degrees with drifting and blowing sunshine. The sun plow. Finally, the sun plow went by. He's got it all piled up at the end of the street. So bring it on. I have to laugh. They've been talking about the, well, they like to call it, depending on who you ask, the high yield market. Wait, you, wait the junk. That's Michael Milken days, <laughs> the junk bond king. I'm sorry, you're right. High yield. Is that guy still alive? I think he is. He must be out of prison running like a rat. He is out of prison. Yeah. I know that. He's probably a chef or something now. You know, that's what they all... So, Did you see Cordon Bleu? The culinary school is closing all of their all of their schools. You're kidding me. Nope. Even with students... Can you get a student loan to the Cordon Bleu? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 800 grand in debt from the Cordon Bleu. Would you like fries with that? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Merry Christmas, Charlie. production 1965 uh i know the answer is how old were you in 1965 i was uh one of those negative rate numbers (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, if I was going to run for office right now, if I was up, if I was debating against Donald Trump, and I would go get a Schwinn bicycle and a Sunbeam toaster. I'd get two of them. I'd go to Walmart and buy a Schwinn, which you can do it. Is there okay? I, was, I didn't know if you could. Huh? Yeah, yeah, they still make them. And you can buy a Sunbeam toaster made in China, and then I'd go get a Schwinn from you know 1970 and a Sunbeam toaster, and I'd hold them up together. They're pretty much the same price as they were in 1970, if not cheaper. But Schwinn, you know how many people Schwinn employed in this country in 1970? I remember out of every, Chicago every year from the age of about seven to to thirteen. I wanted the Schwinn bicycle for Christmas. I mean, they were me too. They, that was it. I got one in. Uh, I, I got, got one once. Yeah, me too. I got a new green one, a green Schwinn Collegiate. A red 10-speed Schwinn. Isn't that funny how you remember that? Yeah, I had, a, I had a green one. How about that? Isn't that something? You remember that? I remember that, yeah. Well, it was the first new bike I ever got because uh, everything was a hand-me-down. They're the same price now as they were back then. The only difference is Schwinn employed, I don't know how many people, I really don't, but it had to be 100,000, you'd think. You know, these were jobs. These were good jobs when we made bicycles. They were expensive. You know, I'm sure a Schwinn was a hundred bucks, brand new ten speed. Had to be a hundred dollars in 1970. And then today, hundred. Chinese. The toaster, same deal. I'll bet you you can go get any Sunbeam 1970 toaster and plug it in and make yourself breakfast from 19. Still, yeah, still, still working. working. If you get any Sunbeam toaster from 2014, I'll bet you, I'll bet you a 50-50 chance it don't work at all. <laughs> How many Americans they employ? Zero. Why? All right. So kill me. So the 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 Schwinn ten speed is going to be a thousand bucks. They make those now. You know the Highline. Oh yeah. Bicycles. People. You can buy a bike for ten or twenty grand. I'm sure if you work at it. Would it kill us? Would it kill us? You know, to have Americans building. Nobody wants those jobs, of course. Who you know, started that? Full benefit. How did these businesses convince people that we didn't want to work? Well, if I was running for a pre- at the next debate, I would bring them both and just stand next to me and go, which one would you rather have? Right, then you can bring that Chinese Buick. Yeah, bring the Chinese Right, bring Buick. the Chinese Buick. And then a 69 deuce and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and then just run over all the competition. <laughs> <laughs> just crush them. That'd be great. Sorry, it's Christmas. I'm fantasizing. So that's the first day I kind of felt in the Christmas mood. Maybe it is me. I'm a curmudgeon. So I wished uh, people Merry Christmas the other night. They looked at me. What? What? Who? Oh yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Merry is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, they kind of like turned around a little, shook my hand. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Oh, and then I watched George Bailey save the the building and loan from It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. Yeah. So. That's pretty good. I like that. My mom's coming Monday. I'm so excited. You know what? I have to say, I never really watched that. It's a Wonderful Life. And and it was before my time, number one. It was always on, you know. And I love Jimmy Stewart, you know. But I, I've never been able to sit down. I actually saw most of the movie. And I like, you know, when everything's coming apart, he goes home. He hates his kids. <laughs> <laughs> hates his life. Hates, hates his life. Hates I hate this house. <laughs> I've been there before. I understand that. The only, just the only thing you can hope for is the angel beat you off the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Merry Christmas. Oh, I don't even know where I'm going to go here. So, so we got we just got a to- token rate hike, quarter point, but it's having devastating damages already today. Uh, we talked about what happens if the dollar doesn't rise with a with a rising rate, and they and it starts falling precipitously, and then they really got to start raising. And you know they're kind of worried about that happening. Then you got Japan not playing along, and they just QE'd a deal. But they're looking for the new sector rotation, and. He watched it the day of the hikes, you know, and the Dow has a 300-point top-to-bottom rally or bottom-to-top rally, to be correct. And the the sector, because oil was getting pounded, gold's getting pounded, and the commodities are getting pounded. And what you're supposed to have in a booming and a and a good economy, an economy that's heating up so much that you have to raise interest rates to slow it down, is you get a sector rotation, and the banks now are the, where the money goes, and they get to charge more for their loans, and they get to pay you more for your deposit. So you're looking at a sector and all the financials, the fixed income sectors and the financials and the, you know, for lack of better words, the E.F. Huttons of yesteryear that offer fixed income to retirees. They attract more money. The money goes there, and and, and henceforth, their stock rises. Bank of America, Chase, uh, just pick one, Fidelity, all of them across the board, they, they rise. And that was the sector rotation. And then falling oil doesn't matter, because this falling oil has just been a disaster. I when did that become bad? Well, because, the, you know, we, you did a story about it, how only a certain amount, a handful of stocks have led this economic recovery. Most of them were keyed to skyrocketing energy prices. So, of course, now we got an energy, now you're supposed to get a rotation. Well, the rotation lasted for, what time is it? <laughs> It made it one day. Took it all back yesterday. Today, everything's getting pounded. There's no sector rotation on a quarter point. Just not enough. Yeah, that was down 250 yesterday, down another 200-plus again today. Watch the dollar. Watch the dollar rolling out of the rest of this year. Watch the dollar index. If you don't get a spike that they thought they were going to get, and you start to see that start to deteriorate, it could become, well, it could go parabolic and start really starting to deteriorate, and they would have to raise rates the first quarter one full point to stop it. Wow, you're saying the whole the whole thing will backfire. Other scenario. They won't know how to handle it. The Vers- whole thing versus, goes the other versus way. Versus going back to zero, going to negative. Right, have to go the other way. Dow was down 50, 50 cents, essentially, uh, this morning. It was up a full point yesterday to 99.20 uh, today. Uh, it's gone completely the, the other index. way. Yeah, yeah, completely the other way. Back low down now. Uh, almost touched 100 yesterday. 98 and change right now. Well, it's not playing well with others. So go figure. Uh, school Marm hasn't had to face any catastrophes yet. But I got a feeling 2016, she's going to wish never happened.
I think it's going into free fall because they Dow just said they're already getting ready for new Dow candidates. Oh, we're going to start a sector rotation. There you go. For the great interest rate run. Amazon and Google are the likely replacements for, I don't know who they're going to toss out of there. but GE and <laughs> Standard Oil. <laughs> yeah. Chevron, you're gone. Yeah, yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Well, it's a small world after all. It's a small Dow. You're going to get searched by Mickey and Minnie. Interesting show today. I just want to tell everybody that I love all you people. Thank you so much for all the support. Thanks for keeping this company going. And we've worked hard. We get the news out to you. I'm still humbled by your generosity and intelligence. Pay you back. We're going to run. There's no silver, but Joe says that we got a little special that we can do. Well, in honor of uh, the mini it's show a, that we've done. It's a small world after all. Yes. We've got some mini bags. Mini Morgan bags. Mini, mini bags of Morgans. It's going to be a what we'll call a tenth of a bag of junk, or 100 Morgan dollars. And, and I said this yesterday, this last batch that's come in, it's a pretty good one. Beautiful. It's a pretty good one. The nice. material is really nice looking. So a uh, hundred Morgan dollars, it's twenty one hundred dollars. And I can do twenty mini bags. So a mini bag of junk silver, nice VF, XF Morgans or just VF Morgans. See junk silver is dollars, halves, quarters, or dimes, all sixty four and older, of course. The Morgan dollars are nineteen twenty one and older, and that's what these will be. Um and a mini bag. So because they used to come in the, they came from the treasury, and even silver dollars from the 1800s, 1900s might have went by stagecoach. You know the big heavy the bags, big burlap right. bags. So that this will be a tenth of that. So you get a hundred Morgan dollars for twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred bucks. How about that? Eight hundred nine five one zero five and nine two. Uh, the Dow's down two thirty. The Nasdaq's down thirty seven. The S and P is down twenty one. Gold's up. 16, let's call it $17 now, $1,068. Silver is up $0.43, cents, $14.12 as the dollar is going the wrong way. Imagine that after the rate hike, as predicted, the sector rotation is the currency of last resort. They just tacked a trillion dollars on you. Where? Hang on. It's Christmas, I know, but... Nobody's paying attention. They just tacked another trillion on. For how long? How long does that even last? Till what? Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) What time is it? So, get real money from real people and have yourself a real good holiday. Call 1-800-951-0592 and add to your portfolio on this holiday season. Like to thank everybody. What's your what's your radio schedule, Joe? Uh, Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday. We're off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the following week, New Year's. Uh, we'll be closed. Closed. New Year's Day. Okay. New Year's Eve, you're open. Uh, I I, I remain non-committed. Okay. I have the right to change my mind. Maybe we could discuss bowl games, but we we only have one hour. <laughs> <laughs> that barely gets us through the list. Billy Kaliki Maka, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, God bless all of you. Have a great holiday season. Bye now.